First, we asked why there had to be snakes. Then we realized not everything was about fortune and glory. We accepted that your father can have faults. And lastly, we learned how to be a dad. Tonight, we run out of time. And the final part of the Indiana Jones analysis, the Dial of Destiny. Returning, we have... My name is Caesar. Back again. <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm Chad, and this is the 131st episode of your award-winning podcast. We used to talk about this at work. All right, so um, I don't know when this episode is going to post, Matt because um we're giving the people a little something extra for october like um instead of um them getting an episode on the what would that be the third they're gonna get one on the 31st so you know we're, we're doing extra work for october so i don't know if we're gonna um make this one come out a little early to space it out or if it's just gonna come out on a friday but also spoilers you guys are getting an extra episode in october so how about that that's why you need to subscribe so you always know when we drop new stuff. That's right. You'll get those alerts that just pop up on your phone or your computer or your your uh, carrier pigeon or whatever you're doing. But um, we welcome back Caesar for the umpteenth time. How are you doing this week, brother? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, can I now be considered friend friend of the show now? You've always been can friend I get that of label? the show. You've always Am been I? friend of the show. Yeah. Well, all right. Excellent. Mm-hmm. What's, Without, a, what's a criteria? Uh, three? Three times can get you a friend of the show? Four? It depends because, like, some people, after one episode, we've been like, oh, yes, friend of the show. Like, uh, Amanda, the theater maven, friend of the show, one episode. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah, that because. The, the, yeah, the chemistry. Yeah, she she was nice. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so based on how we vibe with her, yeah, yeah. she was great. But also, you know, to be, you know, insider baseball, there are tears because Josh isn't a friend of the show. That's our cousin. That's our family. Your family? Yeah. UK cousin, Josh. Yeah. Our cousin <laughs> from across the pond, you know. Gotcha. But yeah, Caesar, you've been friend of the show for two years now. Well, all right. I'm a bit, I've been an avid listener for two years now. You have to think about it. Thank you. <laughs> So um, you went back home recently. Yeah, I just I actually just got back uh, to Houston uh, from a vacation in Connecticut. I went to uh, visit family. Uh, my little niece was getting married. Oh. She's uh, 26, so she's not so little, but uh, she just got married. And it was, uh, it was a very beautiful wedding. Uh, I got to see a whole lot of uh, family that I haven't seen in a while. It was nice. It was nice. Can you uh, tell us details about the wedding? Like, uh, was it in an interesting venue or anything like that? Um, the venue wasn't. It was a nice venue. It was. It was very nice. If you could find the entrance, because it's part of a restaurant, <laughs> and apparently they, you know, uh, so apparently the the restaurant was like, no, no, that's not us. We're you got to go to the back. And it's like, I don't want to go to the back. <laughs> So it's like you had to go around the building, fairly did they, large building. Did they say you had to go around back, like and enter in through like the alley because you're black? Exactly. That's what I, that's what I felt like. I don't know. 
but that's what it felt like. But uh, it was actually very pretty in the back. They had a nice little uh, uh, gazebo flower garden and stuff like that. But it was like off to the side, and you couldn't really see it. I don't know. It was just it was weird in the, in the way the setup was, mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that they didn't have signs telling you like directing you. Yeah, direct directions. Um, but no, it was a beautiful wedding. Uh, you know, of course, there were the the, the light. Um, Matt? I'm good. He not. Okay. <laughs> he about the he he finished the whole story just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you 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 froze. So you said that the uh, there was something about lights. Lights? Did I say lights? Did Did he say lights? You were talking. You was talking about the venue. I was saying that the. There was a gazebo with uh, pretty flowers. Mm. You want where you want to backtrack to? Whatever. Start right there. That that's where you yeah. froze at was when you said gazebo. So there was a gazebo with pretty flowers um, and everything. They took all kinds of uh, beautiful, beautiful pictures. Um, we got a nice picture with my niece and, and all, all of our uncles together. It was cool. Um, uh, and there was a, a few uh, family members that were surprised that they showed up when we didn't expect them. Not because they weren't invited, just because you you weren't invited. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, a little, uh, little, just a little family stuff, you know. But it was still cool. It was, it was a beautiful situation. Is this, um, was, was this a, a wedding where everything was in one place, or like you did the church and then you had to travel to this venue? Like, what was the so, setup? Everything was all in one. Everything was all in one except for the uh, the after party was at, at a brewery. It was really mm-hmm. nice. Um, and I was the old uncle hanging out. <laughs> it, was, mm-hmm. it was actually real. It was actually really cool. But I was still like I was fly. I had a nice a nice blazer on. Uh, I got a lot of compliments on. It. Mm-hmm. And we were all hanging out and dancing in, in the uh, in the brewery, which had a nice little dance floor and a DJ. Did you have your Bluetooth in your ear? No, no. Should I? <laughs> I mean, you, you, you old, you old man, uncle now. Yeah. Do you, do you keep do you keep your your cell phone in a leather pouch on your waist? <laughs> <laughs> are, are these are these the standards? I didn't know. I didn't these, get the criteria for being the, old these, man. These these are old black uncle stereotypes. Oh, I was a, I was the old black uncle that was trying to dance with the bridesmaids. Come here, girl. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> They're looking at you like ill. No, I'm jo- exactly, exactly. But I'm joking. I'm joking. I, d- I didn't do that. But I was, I was dancing. I was hitting them with the moving, the smooth grooving, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny. But for, uh, for, for, go on. No, no, Matt, what's up? No, I want him to finish before I say my part. I thought we were shitting on him still. Oh no, no, <clears throat> no. So, uh, no, I was gonna say I've, I like going home to Connecticut for vacations. I like to be, well, I like to see my family. I like to see Connecticut during, especially during the fall time, it's beautiful. But man, I, I get tired of making that trip out back home. You know, I wanna I wanna go see like somebody's paradise somewhere. You know, I wanna go to uh, Antigua or something. You know, I wanna go to Costa Rica. It just seems like all my vacation time keeps going, taking me back uh, home to Connecticut. Okay, that's okay. So when was the last time you didn't go home? 
Because I remember the last time you were on the show, I know your parents were in town, but didn't you just come from home, coming from Connecticut as well? Uh, no, no. I had my uh, sister come to visit. Okay. Pr- pr- prior to that, my... Uh, yeah, no, no. I, I didn't go... I haven't been home uh, to Connecticut. Actually, I haven't been on any kind of vacation since COVID, really. Okay. Uh, I went. Home, I did go home because my my father uh, broke his ankle. I had to go home for that. So that was uh, that was probably around the time frame of the first time I was on the podcast. Okay. Yeah. So, so do you have anything planned, or any like trips or anything, or anything uh, I've got you a, would like to do, but you just need to get that extra push? The, the only other trigger? vacation I only other vacation I have planned is for uh go to a football game in Pittsburgh. I'm a Steelers fan, so we always try to travel home to the Mecca to watch a home game once a year, me and, me and a cousin of mine. But all my uh, chances to use my my passport, I don't know. I don't like taking trips by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't want to be that weird guy just walking, on, walking through uh, Puerto Rico on the street lost, you know? Um even though you don't have to use your passport for Puerto Rico. But so yeah, we, I don't like traveling by myself. Saying. Yeah, I don't like travel, traveling by myself. So and nobody wants to come along for the ride. Man, I threw out there in the group chat, we need to do a big guys trip because, you know, I had a, a, um, a life event. And I was like, yeah, man, we're going to be passport bros. And I was like, yeah, let's, 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 let's just get a whole fucking collaboration over here. Crickets. Which which group chat was that? The one with Laurent. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't mind being a passport bro. I'm still single, looking for a wife. Oh, <laughs> I find no, one in Colombia no, or something. You you, you you're not you know if you if you're gonna be a passport bro, you're not trying. Wife is the last thing on your mind, man. No, nah, that's the that's the purpose because we're trying to find the. We're trying to find the uh No, no, we're not gonna sugarcoat this. This I, I was talking about hedonism, all right? <laughs> oh, that's uh, all right, so 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 clarification. Caesar's right. Passport bros is a thing to where they go out to get to these other countries to get these women and marry these women because the US women don't do what they're supposed to and these other women basically uh what's the word? Or like submissive and things like that. Oh, I thought Passport Bros was just out here like exploiting the economy and just like getting women and doing stuff with them. I didn't. Oh no, no, they're they're. It's a thing where these women will you know cater to you and stuff, unlike U.S. women. So like they are looking for spouses and things of that nature because these U.S. women aren't aren't doing that. That's why they got to go overseas. So exactly, I'm trying to find me a Japanese wife. (laughs) <laughs> what is it called? What, then what is what I want to do called? Hoeing out? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. That's fair. I, 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 I That's fair. Okay. Well, um, be, be, before before we... Let's go back to this. But I just want to say, uh, speaking of weddings, I want to shout out uh, Jordan just had his wedding. Friend of the show, Jerry's brother. I know he's back home in St. Louis to attend that wedding. And... Uh, they got me thinking, besides your own, I am talking about you, Shad. Have you been to weddings? I've never been to a wedding before. 
been lots of weddings. Like you remember last year, I went to friend of, <laughs> friend of the show Lindsay's wedding, and then, oh yeah, that's right. And then uh, just this past September, I went to a wedding in Omaha. Caesar, what about you? How many weddings have you been to? I've been to I think three weddings, three weddings. I missed yours. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you call that a wedding, <laughs> but I was there at the proposal though. That was beautiful. See that? I mean, like I've been to my mother. Well, my mother and stepfather when uh they got married, but I was a kid. But besides that, I've never been to a wedding before. Yeah, it. And this was going to be my closest time, so he invited me to be his best man. But you know, oh, money you, he actually—I didn't know he actually asked you. I just thought he said in the air. I oh no, he know. asked me. Okay. Yeah, he told me, but you know, money and things and time couldn't make it back home. But so I was wondering, well, you guys have been to multiple weddings before. Mm-hmm. Is there anything specifically you want to ask about it? No, I was just curious because I was like, I haven't, and I talked to the wife. She hasn't been to a wedding either. So I was like, are we just, none of our friends are getting married or we're just not invited to this stuff? Or how come we haven't been to once? I mean, it's not like I, you just didn't get invited. <laughs> that, that could be true. I mean, I could get like in situations where like maybe your personal friends in your real world life aren't getting married. But like, it's weird that um it's weird that um none of your coworkers have gotten married and didn't invite you um because in my military life i can't think of anybody getting married and then at our previous employment i can't think of anybody friend wise that was getting married the closest was you but i didn't know you like that at the time yeah and then now here so no. I mean, definitely you would have been invited if I had known you a smidgen longer. All right. So uh, something about uh, something that I noticed when I was there and being being the old uncle was like, man, all these kids are growing up around me. And it's uh, it's it's pretty wild to me, you know, like these kids that you knew from when they was. Yeah. I hate that so much because it's like you hear you like growing up you heard old people say that shit and now I have I catch myself saying that when like um I have a I have a co-worker um that I've known since Matt and I worked together before Matt and I worked together and now we work together at the place we work at and I've met her niece a few times and so whenever like the first time I met her was like you, you remember like bring your kid to work day Matt mm-hmm so it was like that, like in probably like 2014 or something like that, you know? And, um, I, I've seen her, I saw her recently over the summer and I was all like, I remember when you was down here and you as tall as me, girl. And I'm like, Oh, that's what old people say. <laughs> I, I get that. Cause even here, like one of the coworkers for Chris party met her daughter and everything. She was like, she was 13, this little girl. Now when I talk to her mother, she she's going talking about going to university and stuff like that. I'm just like, girl, you were just like 13 a couple years ago. Right now you now you're going to college and stuff. That's yeah. Now they're getting married and living, starting their families. So okay, so you've not really been to any um, weddings in your life, and I'm sorry to bring the conversation down um, in this regard, but 
Have you been, have either you been to many funerals? No. I've been to, I can count on one hand of how many funerals I've been to. Three, four, four. That's a fair amount of funerals. Because I've been, I've been to. And I'm not just saying like your family. No, I'm saying like the very first funeral I went to was a cousin. And this is, I was a kid kid. So I was like maybe 10 or 11. And I remember this because I was a kid. And after that, I can list it off. It's been. My step grandfather has been my um, um, is that the only one I've been to? Step grandfather, I see two now. Nothing about it, just two step grandfather, cousin, because I didn't make it home in time for my father and my grandmother. Huh, just two then. Wow. Yeah, I've been to uh, about four funerals. Uh, I've been a pallbearer at two. It's a that's a whole that's a lot right there to be a pallbearer, you know. Yeah, I've never been a pallbearer, and I've never been asked to be in a wedding. Um, but I just asked because, like, I think about that sometimes. Where um, maybe it's a conversation Matt and I had once upon a time, but like um, people that are like. Um, I, I'm not saying this is you, but people that have like anxiety about going to funerals because it's like that's never really been a part of their life, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I just think about like how I don't know that that's just the sequence of events of your life, right? Where like your grandparents or whatever were at an age where uh, by the time you were born they had already passed or whatever. Like, because mm-hmm. usually, usually, I feel like your your grandparents or whatever, um, since they are older people in your family, they those might be like the first funerals you go to, right? Unless, like, you know, should be like, but you know, you have cousins and yeah, kids St- and I mean, stuff happens like that, yeah, right, right. But it's um, and also it's probably because like, like I'm speaking for myself, where I've never had experienced these things like that, and. Um, when deaths do happen, if you never experienced it, especially like it's one thing if like you know a distant cousin or a distant uncle or a second cousin or something like that dies, but and like but it's different when you're an adult and like somebody you consider as a friend has died, and that's the first time you have to experience that and things like that. So, like, funerals are hard. They really are. Um, especially like if you're not I ain't gonna say if you're not because even if you are religious it's still the same thing but if you're really not religious and everything and I don't know your beliefs on what's the afterlife and things like that that could affect it too so I'm not a I I am I consider myself an atheist and um, I don't really think me personally I don't think about the afterlife too too much when I'm at a funeral but I just think about like what have I done, right? Like, I know it's selfish. Humans are selfish. I I am not somebody that's going to publicly say this at the funeral. I've been to some stuff where people have been, you know, talking about themselves when they should be talking about the person that passed. But Mm -hmm. I, I just reflect about, like, what have I done in my life, right? Where, like, if I were in this, if I, if it were me in this casket, like, did I live a, like the best life that I could have? 
like what um would people when because nobody's gonna call you an asshole at the funeral unless you're a true piece of shit would the things that the people are saying about me be as close to the truth as possible no it wouldn't be no 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 what well okay i'm let you talk i'm sorry well, I'm saying, no, it wouldn't be because when this happens, people exaggerate what you really are and because yeah. of that situation. But no, no, my thing yeah. is, like, I know I, just, I think about this a lot, actually, about dying. And my thing is not about what people think about me. It's like, am I, do I have enough time to do stuff? Like, like, really, I always think about my son. And I'm like, am I spending enough time with him? Am I doing enough for this? And... Um, uh, like even because you know we, we we creeping up in forty in the next couple of years and things like that, and it's like you know times are ticking and we got to make this time count. Now, like that's my biggest thing. It's like, w- am I spending my time correctly and everything with and doing stuff for him for his future and stuff? What do you think you could be doing differently? I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong, just to be clear. I'm just saying, like, if there was something more you could be doing or something extra, is there anything? I don't I don't think there is. I don't think there is. I just think this in my mind is scared of death and always wanting more time to be like, not not yet. I need to do this. I can say that today, 10 years from now, not yet. I need to do this type of thing. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean. You're not really ready to pass on until like that shit's looking at you in the face, you know? Right. Yeah, you're right. always gonna have some kind of uh, leftover regrets, like damn, I should have done this or that. Yeah, it's like damn, I should have went to that trip to uh, Jamaica with Caesar. You would have had a blast. We had a good time. I mean, we're we're all gonna have like regrets about like I should have gone on that trip, or <clears throat> shit like that. Um, I don't know. Like, I I, I feel you on that, Matt. Like, um, I mean, my 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 daughter's little, but you know, there's there's so many, there's so much more that I could do, but then also it's like, how much of that shit is she gonna remember? Um, also, it's like it really takes patience because kids are fucking annoying, man. I, I, I mean, I love my son, but it's kind of like it's six o'clock in the morning. Why are you trying to have a full conversation with me, man? Kids are kids, and then when you see them do productive stuff, and then it makes you proud. It's a give and take thing. So even like- though I don't have any kids myself, mm-hmm. that I love kids. I love other people's kids. <laughs> I love being the uncle, the cool uncle that can come through. Pick them up and then drop them right the fuck back off. Uh-huh. <laughs> Take them back. So, <laughs> since since we're you know we're, since we're just emptying our souls right now, do you do you, would you like to have kids? I would I would love to have kids with with a whole family, a wife, you know, maybe a couple wives, a couple kids, you know, all together, you know. I, I want that. I just have they a problem t- with right. They <laughs> right say it takes year. a village. It, it takes a village. So. I get it that. Does. Yeah. Um, but also, um, we're, you know, it's getting colder outside right now. And um, this is a hard transition from like our mortality to let's talk about fall anime, guys. Hmm. So the reason I wanted to bring that up, because y'all I've mentioned it before, I don't really watch 
regular everyday t- television. I, I don't really watch uh, like Netflix, Paramount, Fit Plus, or whatever. Um, so for me, it's all about the anime. I love my anime. It's my that's my TV. It's my go to stuff. This fall anime lineup has been has been just Chef's Kiss. Mwah. Awesome. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen second season. Uh, started off slow, but real good though, real good. Um, and and stop me if y'all have heard of any of these. You know, I know Chad. Uh, I, really I'm li- just I'm a deer in the headlights right now, man. I know you're not really <laughs> into it, but uh, there's a couple on there that you, you should check out, like uh, Goblin Slayer. Matt, you, Goblin, you watch, uh, Goblin Slayer. Slayer. I'm not familiar with that one. Oh man, epic, epic! Watch the first season. Second season just started. Um, give give me a brief synopsis on it. So Goblin Slayer is a hardcore anime. Uh, the the anime is all about this one adventurer knight who all he does is kill goblins. That's all. It's his whole thing. That's his stick. And goblins are like the weakest creatures, right? But they're they're sly and they're feisty, you know. Uh, and they're actually r- r- real uh, cruel creatures. He had his family uh, killed uh, by goblins. Now that's all he does is kill goblins. And the way it ends up being is that they need his expertise in the country he's in, whatever. So he so he becomes epic. It's a, and it's a, it's a real good anime. It doesn't sound. I mean, maybe I'm not portraying it very very well, but it's 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 got a lot of follow. Okay. Yeah, uh, a good one that just came out. Brand new anime called Ragna uh, Crimson. Some uh, the Dragon Slayer anime. And uh, you got this kid who gets, who watches his best friend die to dragons, right? It's in a like knights and knights and witches type uh, format. Uh, so basically, he watches his best friend die, and he goes on to become like the, the strongest uh, hero. But he keep everybody around him keeps dying, so he just keeps getting stronger, keeps getting getting stronger, and basically at the end of the end of the day, he somehow uses magic to transfer all of his powers from when he when he was an old became a all powerful old man into his younger self, and his younger self starts saving everybody. Oh, so it, he's messing with the timeline. Yes, kind of like that movie Looper. You ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sim, sim, similar concept. But he he just transfers all his powers. It's cool. I'm sorry if I'm nerding out a little bit. That's just me. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you shouldn't apologize to Matt because he's into this. Yeah. And then Rising of the Shield Hero Season 3. Another uh, epic anime. Real good. Yeah, all around. Why, why, why are you teasing us? Tell us what these shows are about. Rising of the Shield Hero? Matt, have you watched this one? Nope. I'm just gonna say, for a man that lives in Japan and watches anime, you 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 failing me right now. You failing me. What what right I've realized what what I've realized being here, Japan or being in Japan, anime is not that popular like people think it is. Like, um, when all the new animes come out, when I say the, I mean the popular ones, the Jujutsu Kaisen, the Kimetsu no Yabas. Chainsaw Man, all the stuff that we perceive to be like popular. When I bring this up to my 
my people at work, male and female, they not watching none of this. And or they've never even heard of this. You're still a nerd. Right. And even if you're in Japan watching anime or you're in the US right. watching so, like, you're all, still a nerd. All, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like all of this stuff, like all, all the ones that like I we perceive as top notch anime, like unless it's like the old school ones. Like of course you have a couple one who watches like the One Piece, the Naruto's, Dragon Ball, things of that nature. But like the newer ones, it's not as popular. I should say with the people that I work with, male and female, they don't really watch those like that. So who is watching anime in Japan? Wait, what kind of person? The term for it is called otaku. Otaku is like basically nerd. Okay so, okay so yeah all right so i always got the impression that like everybody watched anime like it's not uncommon for like you know a 45 year old businessman to sit down and watch you know watch his anime but that's not common well i mean that's who it's made it's more, for it, but it's more common for that person to read the manga is than is to watch the anime Okay. The manga in Japan is more popular than the actual anime. That's more common. Like, like you see the the manga be sold at Seven Elevens and things like that. You'll see people reading that on trains and things like that. The manga is more popular than the anime. Gotcha. Okay. The more you know. Um, Matt, what is your son's season record of baseball? It's 7-0, 8-0, I don't know. They was undefeated, basically. And they dog-walked them um, every single game. And we played the same team over and over again. Uh, it was only two teams. Um, <laughs> but, but last year, that team dog-walked us, like embarrassed us every single game. Were there but, some you know, trades? No, kids come and go, you know. Uh, leave, stay, uh, go back to the stage, different duty stations and things of that nature. So we changed. And so this year, uh, we we mollywopped him every single game. It was like the first game was like 10 to 2, 20, 20 to 7. Like we mollywopped him. And Saturday was the last uh, game of the season. And we won. This is the most points they scored. It was like 8. No, what was it? 7 to something we had a lot um but it and then we transition right now next week is we start flag football and um Damn, I will no be, uh, no break at all nope we got to roll right into this okay. and this one i'll be help coaching on on the team with uh Jayton. previous guest Jaden. um we'll be coaching um the, uh our son's age group one of the parents, when we were talking about this, she says that I should get a shirt that says, ask me about my podcast. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Right. Why Why don't you have that Chad's shirt? Brandon, Chad's going to get it. Why Why don't you have that shirt, Matt? Because uh, one of the parents just told me this yesterday. <laughs> uh, it should why already be on before? order. Right. It should already ask be on me. order. Ask me about my podcast and then have all the information on the back. It'd be number one, award winning and list everything so people know that's how you this how you do it. Get the thing that you can uh was that the 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 QR code things so that they can Yeah, just... put the QR code back, yeah. Yeah. 
but yeah, so uh, yeah, baseball's over. He's um uh, he just had his first uh, fall musical con uh, concert. He's still playing the trombone. He's getting good at it. He can read music. Uh, I'm proud of his his grades are still good. Ain't dropping so. He's 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 developing into a fine young man. Good, good. When is he going to start? Um, teen. We used to talk about this at work. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't even know if I want that. He he be in too much drama at school and stuff. That Have a girlfriend, be there for breakup, be together for one day, break up, get back together, be there for another one. Wait, 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 wait. Why 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 you putting your man's out there like that? Don't do that. You don't listen to the podcast, <laughs> Matt. Matt, we we ha- we had a surge in uh, demographic shift. We can't talk about that. Right, but I'm not saying who the girlfriend was though. The, the very fact that you're that you're talking about it and you're you're naming that he's in this mix, right? Um, people who know know that he people who know know that who his girlfriend was and at that time and how they broke up and things of that nature. So that now nah, that's fine. Uh, no, I'm taking that out. Yeah, nah, no, keep put- that in there. He he need to know that. So when he when he gets older, he realized that yes, his his father was paying attention to his life. Ain't even brought up his dating life. So when he's old. Or when he's older and he has oh, a Oh, that's a wife. so sad. No, that's sad. Because when you die and he wants to feel closer to you, he's going to re-listen to these fucking episodes. And it's like, uh, the shit we were talking that. about. But that's good, though, because this is my authentic self, though. So, well, it's not my authentic self. It's my it's, edited it authentic not. self. Yeah. Right. It's yeah, my edited get, authentic self. You can get the unedited versions off the clip, off the off the cutting room floor. That'd be cool. <laughs> but I just think I just think back to well, like I, I, I definitely don't want him to hear that. He he needs to think of me in a higher light than that. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's uh those the early early episodes were like we were re- we were um going for a lot longer than we were actually released episodes for. A lot of things were said that they just need to stay there. Right, they need but, to stay buried. But no, what I was saying, what I was trying to get at is just like, uh, he gonna listen to the early episodes where our sound quality was trash. Like, don't do that. That that that's where like when people are like, oh yeah, I'm listening to your podcast. I never ask them which episode. I just hope it's the most recent ones. But because I'm like, I hope they're not like, oh, this is a TV show. I need to start from episode one. No, this is not a TV show. No, like <laughs> listen. It's not- I, I ask all the fucking questions. What are you listening to it on? What episode did you not? Cause like, nah, don't don't be don't be listening to like episode one, and we all like, like, no, don't do that. Right, right. Yeah. We 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 hundred thirty plus episodes into this. Do not start at one. Right. We um. It's like I get you want to start from the beginning, but like, nah, don't don't be like starting at season one of a show. Where like you looking at their hair and wardrobe and it looks like shit. Starting in the mm-hmm. later seasons where you know they they got a budget now and they like right. they getting tailored <laughs> uh, outfits and stuff. <laughs> uh, what you're watching? You're you're on Hulu or is this just you're just saying Hulu for us? I'm watching Hulu. Uh, so well, it be it would be Disney Plus for you, but that's why I'm just saying like you wrote it as oh, Hulu. No, it's, not, it's, it's not on Disney Plus. I had to go to Hulu for this. The meal. Okay. What is this? So the mill is a horror movie starring Ooh. Little Rel. Oh. So yeah. I didn't. 
I mean, I if I, I would have been, that would have been more positive if we didn't have Vacation Friends too. Now, the plot reads for the mill, a businessman mysteriously wakes up in an open-air prison cell with only a grist mill. Forced to work as a beast of burden, he must find a way to escape before the birth of his child. Uh, now, that's uh, how the plot uh, reads. A uh, uh, what now? A grease mill? A grist mill. Basically, he has to push a little wheel around this thing. Like a gerbil? No. I actually physically push this wheel thing around. Like a mill. And uh yeah, he has to do X amount um in the day and things like that. I don't want to spoil it because I want people to watch it. It is not a movie theater movie. If um if this was like a movie theater movie, I would shit all over this movie, but since it is a streaming movie, I I recommend people to watch this. Now, with that being said, I enjoyed this movie, but I will say that Little Rail's in this, and this is a single location, single person movie, meaning they shot this in one, 98% of this movie is shot in this cell, and Little Rail is in this movie 99% of the time, and it's just him. So it revolves around him and his acting ability. Now his acting ability is good, but it's little rail. So he has a animated voice, a comedic <laughs> voice. So when he's doing these serious scenes and he's yelling and screaming and projecting emotion, it's in that animated voice to where it takes you out of it. So, so if you go ahead, Chad. No, I was. I'm a, I was going to jump to the end, so keep talking. Okay, so if like you can't get into it because of the voice stuff and everything, I completely agree. Um, but also, they do a plot twist at the end, and if that plot twist doesn't land for you, I completely agree. Like Either you're going to hate this movie, or you're going to enjoy this movie by, by the way they did it. I enjoyed this movie. So the first review I see on IMDb says the slowest burn for the worst ending possible. So you you gotta you gotta spoil this shit, man. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. No, I'm not. I, I, I want you to watch it though. That's what I'm saying. Either you're either like because if you read the reviews, people either in, enjoy. I'm gonna say love. They either enjoyed this movie or they hated this movie. And I can see I can see why both sides of it. Okay. So you said it's a horror movie, right? It's it's a not a horror because not really blood. It's more like a thriller, thriller Psycho, suspense, type psychological of thing. horror or something like that. Yes. Is there monsters or I mean, what's scary about him in the, the jail cell? Mill. Saw, is this some saw shit? Yes. It's basically he has to turn this mill x amount of times in the day, and like they they have a quota. So his quota is I don't know. We'll say he has to do it a hundred times, right? That's his quota. So he can stop after that quota because he did his part. But there's other people in all these different cells that he can't see. So if everybody made their quota and each qu each person's quota could be different, right? So it's still the least amount. So, for example, say if he does his quota and it's 100 and he stops and somebody else's quota is 110 and they stop, then he will die. So it's the object is you got to do more unexpectedly just to survive. Um, but but speaking of movies, mm -hmm. 
I will stand mixer. Stand mixer is an actual physical mixer. Uh. Oh, you was out there mixing? For baking. Speaking of speaking of meals and turning things, how was a stand mixer? (laughs) (laughs) I love your transitions, Matt. You just Mm. you just uh square what's the expression? Um square peg and round hole that shit. Mm -hmm. Just just uh shove that shit in there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I've been doing my best to be a top chef in my, um, personal life. Um, cooking a lot of things, been doing a lot of baking and like the biggest issue I have is like when I have to do anything with yeast and dough and you got to do what is called kneading the dough. Like when you like, you know, doing the things to it, I can never knead it well enough to where it's not dense when I finally bake it. So I was like, I need to get a stand mixer. And so I got a, a pretty decent one off of um, Facebook Marketplace. And um, the first thing I made were cinnamon rolls. And I just sent you guys a picture in the group chat. If you're watching on YouTube, it's on the screen now. And if you're listening, then switch to YouTube just for that one specific thing. But then keep up um, the analytics for the audio because we need that information too. And um, they came out pretty decent. Now I, I'm gonna, you know, be totally honest. Like I made like twelve and I cut and I made them in fours because the first batch I made were shit. And the second batch I Is made this were the first batch? No. <laughs> no. So what I what what you guys are seeing is the the last one I made and those were a far cry from what I initially made. Um so I'm getting there. Um, I, you know, I enjoy cooking. I enjoy like just trying to make shit. And so those came out all right. So yeah, they, look, they look ooey gooey. Yeah, that looks tasty. Yeah. Um, Did you, were you able to uh, let somebody else try it? Yeah. So uh, the first batch I had somebody try them and they were like, okay, okay. I don't taste cinnamon, but you know, you, you made something and I thank uh-huh. you for giving it to me. And I was like, okay. So back to the drawing board. So uh, the part, my the problem was like you know the innards with all the cinnamon, like the brown stuff. Like I um I didn't make enough, and so I spread it too thin, and so when yeah. it baked, it just basically just absorbed into the shit instead of like you know expanded. Got you. So um, on the second one, I tried to like just use. The second one was still more of a closest to the first one. But in the, what you just saw, like I made a whole other big batch and I unrolled the ones that I pre-rolled and then I just heavily spread them in, on there. Mm-hmm. So okay. they were a lot better. They were a lot better. So, you know, don't know when you'll ever come to St. Louis, but, you know, when you come back home, man, I got you. We're going to have duck. We're going to have homemade breads. We're gonna have homemade sweets, and um, we're going to um, we're gonna um, turn that pineapple upside down. So I I, I mean Rachel says she wasn't down, so I'll find a date for the party. <laughs> uh, I, I'll make some salmon then. There you go. We got our own little potluck happening here. Our own gross ass potluck. Yes. <laughs> Filthy. Uh, yes. Uh, we're nasty motherfuckers. Um, last thing. Uh, so I watched the first two episodes, uh, time of recording, of 
the fall of the house of usher on netflix um this is the final mike flanagan netflix um series um mike flanagan brought us um how um was it um haunting of hill house haunting of bly manor um that one with vampires he did that one uh, about uh, Midnight Society last year. And so this one is um, Hot Fall of the House of Usher. And it's an adaptation of a uh, Edgar Allan Poe short story. And it's really good. So like it op- it's basically follows like this rich family where um, the dad, he at over the course of like a week, he had to bury all six of his children. And they've all died of like not freak accidents, but like, uh, 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 I wouldn't say uh, they didn't die of like mysterious causes. They died of like freak accidents. And he feels mm-hmm. like he's responsible for perhaps something he did. Maybe he sold his soul to the devil. Who knows? Maybe he did. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of, um, at least so far, like the first episode just kind of gives an overall view of like his kids died. We don't know too much yet. And then it talks about his childhood a little bit. And in the second episode, it talks about like the first kid that died and like the dynamics of like the family. Cause like they're all rich. They're all trying, they all kind of like backstabby a little bit, you know? Uh, it's a really good show. And what I'm, what I'm really enjoying about it is that, um, I wouldn't say he created a cinematic universe because it's like these are all different stories, but like he reuses the same actors. So it's cool to see. It feels like a play where it's like you have these actors that do these different plays every month. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's like you don't you never know who's going to be in what role this time. So it's just kind of oh, cool. OK. So it's just kind of cool to see like, oh, yeah, you played the dad in his first show and now you're playing the lawyer in this one. You know, so it's just cool to see who pops up in what roles. I know this. I know she's not. But. uh into the woods lady what's her name how burn that peters is she in this <laughs> so far no but um <laughs> do you know who carly Cugio is uh yes you do uh you seen spy kids yeah so she was the mom on spy kids um she was in sin uh, city uh, uh she's, okay, in her she's been on a lot of stuff um she's like yeah, I mean, yeah, she's been in every one of his things. Um, he's this man's also somebody that's married to an actress, so his wife is in all of his shit. So it's just like, you know. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. I feel like this is he's gonna knock this one out the park. And then um so his contract with Netflix is up after this series, and then he's about to go to Amazon and do some Stephen King stuff. Okay. So maybe then he can get some Bernadette Peters in, into his stuff. I want more I of her. Um, so yeah, that's, um, my, my stuff, but I I wanted to have a conversation with you guys and get you all's opinion about this before we actually hit the main review. So, um, it was announced recently that Best Buy is going to start phasing out physical media. And when I say physical media, I mean DVDs and Blu-rays for now, they're still going to do video games. And I can't tell you the last time. I don't even remember when they phased out music. But um, this has been a, a like a conversation, like um, something that's been you know, 
um, being talked about more and more because like Target said that they're going to start phasing some stuff out in select stores as well. And eventually it's just going to be Amazon and and uh, Walmart eventually. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to get you all's opinion on like um, them just slowly transitioning society into digital only or if at if at, or at the very least um physical is is a niche thing like vinyl yes yeah i agree i get it because um i assume that majority of people are not going out and buying dvds and things like that on the regular like they used to so now these stores is just taking up space and stuff like that um and yes it will be a niche thing like vinyl there's still people who have vhs tapes and things like that so it will become a a niche thing um but for every niche thing is like you will have like these other smaller shops that will still carry DVDs and CDs and stuff like that. Well, but the thing is like the studios need to actually produce it. And for a fact, Disney said they will after like, I feel like the end of this year, they're not doing any more physical media in Australia. They just will not ship it there. I see the transition and it makes sense. Uh, honestly, I didn't even know they still made Blu-ray DVD. I think I thought it went the same way of uh, all the other media that, like the eight-track. You know, like just it, it happened, but it, it was like what was that other CD uh, that that they tried to do? With the, no, it was DVDs. What was that other one? It went from DVD, DVD well, plus. They they, to they they tried to do HD DVD, but that died. That was at the same time as uh, Blu-ray. Exactly. And there, there's like. 4K Blu-rays as well. That, yeah. was, like, that was the next step up. Yeah. Like I don't even see a Blu-ray symbol on most stuff anymore. Like uh like does the PlayStation, the PS5 play B- Blu-rays? Yeah, that's what the games are printed on. Oh, I didn't know that. So yeah. I didn't even like I never got into the, the I never bought into that the concept of Blu-ray being better. Because to me, I could still watch a movie on VHS and It'd be fine, you know. You you can't see the picture quality. Not from DVD to uh, Blu-ray now. Okay. I I don't notice a difference. Okay. So at um, go well, ahead, man. I'm saying the the what I'm thinking now is the the part where this was going is going to lead to it will lead to more piracy because there is stuff like, for example, we know how Netflix is, and I'm not sure what the other channels are, where they're only going to keep certain stuff for so long and then it's gone. What if X movie is my favorite movie and I don't want Netflix to get rid of this in six months? So that means I got to pirate this, download it or something like that so I can be able to watch this any other time. Because if you're not going to Give me the opportunity to purchase this so I can keep this forever. Well, then I that's the thing. Other... But you can still pay for it digitally. It's just being held in a in an atmosphere that you have no control over. 
That's so what I'm you saying. Can, I will, you can you can pay you can go to Apple iTunes or whatever the fuck and buy it from Apple or Google or Amazon and it's yeah, in your library. There's a lot of old oh. movies on YouTube that you can pay to watch. Yeah. That you can't, that you can't watch anywhere else. Yeah, like so you can pay for it specifically there, but once more like yeah, is Google going to shut down right now? We don't think they will. But maybe in twenty years they won't that Google won't be a thing. Right. Um, so no, like that's 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 more so the where I'm kinda leaning at is where we are getting dangerously close to a situation where we're just gonna start losing parts of history. And like, yes, I know a movie is a movie, but it's still like a snapshot into a period of time. Like there's so many movies that never made the transition from VHS to DVDs. And they're just mm-hmm. trapped on that medium. But at least people could just like convert the VHS to a DVD. In some instances, like um, the reason we did the movie a couple of weeks ago, Crater, is because the only way you could see that movie was if you had DVD, Disney Plus for those three weeks it was on. You can't buy it anywhere and it's just gone. It exists, but it's just gone. Mm-hmm. Or studios just changing shit. Like how like how many times have we seen these articles about them changing like the most minute thing in across the Spider Verse? Mm-hmm. And so like who's to say a studio can't just like be like you know what <sighs> we're just gonna just remove a whole storyline from a movie? Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. It's like. What that that there is no line because they're gonna they're taking movies out by the end of this year or next year or whatever, right? Maybe not next generation, but the generation after this, our video game systems are gonna be digital only. You know? Alright, that was gonna be my next points, but let me let me backtrack. So do you think they should still make DVDs? I, I I don't disagree that if there's no market for it. It makes no financial sense to keep making it, but we're in a we're in a dangerous zone here where it's like we have gotten so wrapped up in this streaming model that we are allowing these industries to con- fully control how we consume media. Like it's already like people were getting mad when um, Netflix was, was cracking down on like password sharing. Because they're like, well, it's my Netflix account. Why can't I share it? Because the terms and conditions said you can't share it because you're leasing this. You don't own shit. And so we're just losing ownership of so many things right now. And then I got that got me thinking just now be like the same thing as books. Is you know what could happen? We're like, all right, never mind. We're not going to. we're going to ban these movies or whatever. We, if we don't have physical physical copies of this stuff, then we're up to management and these companies to dictate right. what's, what's out and what's not. Right. Just like how like you have these older... Okay. Disney's Song of the South, specifically. You got, Have you guys heard of that movie? Yes. No. So it's a movie they made in the 40s um, where the main character was a slave. And it's a family movie. And Disney as a company is ashamed of this movie. The movie. Not not the characters around it. Because, you know, 
out of out of the characters we got splash mountain um but they're so ashamed of the movie that they refused to release it on like dvd blu-ray whatever it came out on vhs like in europe but it's like yeah at some point they're like no we don't we were we would like the people to not know that we made this movie so we just won't release it and who's to say it exists Right, and my opinion, they should release that shit. Don't. It's okay yeah. to it, it, it's it's okay to say we made this at a time when this type of thing was acceptable. Mm-hmm. We know today this stuff is not acceptable. It's okay. Two things could be true at the same time, and just release it. Right. So also, although if you did buy it, I will call you a racist, but. <laughs> um no like I'm, w- I'm with you man it's like i don't agree with like censoring media now just a side step j- just in case anybody listening and has this and and this question comes up i wholeheartedly support taking down fucking statues of like slave owners and shit that's different right because right. that's a right. monument we are we are right. bigging those people up right me having this movie that like that during the 40s or whatever, we were still releasing it. That's because me taking down a monument is not deleting history. We're just right. saying, hey, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not bigging up this person anymore. The history is still there. If you want to know about right. this person, you're still there. But if I take away this movie, you can't, you are taking away the history of this movie right. where I can't see it anymore. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So just, you know, so we can, you know, Matt and I are going to get off our soapbox. But, um, yeah, this is just a slippery slope. And, well, we've already been down this slope. Like, the moment Netflix got to the point where all these other assholes were taking stuff off Netflix to start their own streaming services, it was, that was the beginning of the end. And like you said, eventually this will come to video games, too, where they're, right. it's just... They just figure it's easier just to do digital and whatever like that, and we go that route. Right. It's... Yeah. So I see you guys are uh, movie buffs and purists on this situation. I mean, I, I we it's... do have we do have a film podcast. Because <laughs> I mean, the more you talked about it, the more I realized that uh, Chad, you're right. Um, and le- like Matt said, with same thing with the books, you know, they just. You're deleting portions of history, you know. That's what they can do, you know. Um, and it's sad, but it's it's really what it's going to come to. That's what it is. Yeah, I don't. It's right. It's that you can be ashamed of something without deleting it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, we took it to an extreme point. It's just, you know. Part of the reason that these um, the writers and the actors went on strike was residuals. And so HBO has been notorious for this. They they removed so much shit from their service because they didn't want to pay any form of residuals. And it's not most of that shit was not on DVD or Blu-ray. So it's just like stuff just gone. Like so it could just be that easy where a studio's like, eh, we don't want to give them money anymore and just gone. Yeah, um, all that to say, since we're all riled up, this week we discuss Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. 
I miss the desert. I miss the sea. And I miss waking up every morning. Wondering what wonderful adventure the new day will bring to us. Indiana Jones races against time to retrieve a legendary artifact that can change the course of history. All right, so this is our final Indiana Jones movie. Uh, Matt and I have been doing this since December, and uh, I was hoping that we could have recorded this back in August, but they delayed the release of this on video on demand until like September. So here we are in October. So um, Caesar, what is your relationship to Indiana Jones as a property before we talk about the movie? Uh, as a kid, I grew up pretending I was Indiana Jones. Uh, I watched the movies. Uh, I can't say I, I ever, I, I've never been a big fan of it. I, uh, I did like to, uh, to re rewatch certain scenes for me, it was always about certain scenes like the snakes and the, uh, uh, the, the, the blood of Kali scene from the, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so I, I enjoy certain parts of it, but I, it wasn't that big in my, in my, of my childhood growing up. Okay. Um, so all that being said, how, um, did you like this one? I I thought it was weird seeing the young Indiana Jones, him, seeing him being young. Uh, I felt like you could tell like a lot of that was computer, computer generated. Like I felt like 95% of that first 15 minutes of the movie was computer generated. I mean, it um, was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just that it was obvious, you know, uh, like I, I felt like almost like if he turned, if the guy turned his face too fast, you see somebody else's face <laughs> underneath the mask. Right. Um, I enjoyed the movie barely. Oh, honest pain, honest pain. It was very forgettable, forgettable movie for me. Um, there were certain aspects about it that I didn't like. Uh, matter of fact, probably about because it's it's two two and a half hour long movie. It's pretty long. Mm -hmm. uh, probably about the uh, one hour forty five minute mark because I, I i was eating dinner it was dinner in a movie for me about one one hour 45 minute mark i went i got up started washing dishes and started just listening to the movie while i'm washing washing my plates off uh it it, it kind of dragged on for a while mm -hmm. i didn't like i didn't like the female character lead just personal yeah. opinion yeah we're just gonna call her phoebe waller bridge we don't need to remember her character's name yeah and uh, so, hold on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. There was just, it was just too easy of a read for a movie. Like you knew every step of the way what was, what was about to happen, mm -hmm. for the most part. I now are we doing spoilers? Can I do? Yeah, it was just just an open conversation. Yeah. All right. So I I, I did enjoy at the end of the movie how uh, everybody's trying to use the the dial to get to a certain time. Right? They're talking about mm -hmm. it getting to a certain time. That uh, Archimedes was like, no, you were always supposed to see me. <laughs> like, and they well, figured out. They figured well, also, out that they, they were also like, you know, there was stuff in his calculations that he could not have accounted for. Mm. 
so, but they, they they said that uh so the woman said that it was always meant to lead you here mm. and like our committee said also like you were always meant to to find me okay is because he needed help with the war he was asking for help with the war um because i believe the they were using the, they're supposed to be the way the history stories go is he used the mirrors to uh to burn the ships yeah but they never showed when they went back in time those mirrors never did any burning on the ships it was the it was the plane going around shooting and then falling from the sky mm-hmm. so i thought that part was interesting it was a nice little twist right there yeah matt no i did not like this movie at all um it was like honestly this would be the worst one actually because I know this was supposed to be the swan song and this is supposed to be him like old Indiana Jones. But besides the jokes that they were doing about him being old, what him being Indiana Jones now versus Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom or anything else is different. He was still fighting the same way. He was still doing everything the same way. Nothing Indiana Jones wise was different as far as like him being old, except for the jokes they were making and things like that. I felt like the story was too long. I felt like it wasn't exciting. There, to me, there was no um, epic scenario. Temple of Doom going down the roller coasters or even the other one when they were going down the rafts and everything else like that. Sure, they had that little car chase and stuff like that, but we've seen car chases plenty of times and stuff like that. There was nothing crazy about that the cgi thing sure but we get that we're they're trying to store, make a story but like caesar said it, it we could tell but it's just we going back to nazis again is that like your crutch that you <laughs> lean on that we got to keep doing this this movie was set in the 60s you could have done something else so it was just like it's too long the story really wasn't that interesting. You didn't really do nothing different. And then at the end where he meets back up with um, his girl, oh, his wife, um, uh, Marion. Yeah. And then like, I just one time saying, now we're back to do the old stuff about where does it hurt? And we do all this stuff again and it ends. And it was kind of like, you could have done this is not a, like as an Indiana Jones uh, appreciative person, you're not satisfied with this. I don't I don't see how anybody, if you love Indiana Jones like this, you are satisfied with this movie. Yeah. So, and like you said, like the Phoebe person, I did not like her once. Um, sure, it was cool seeing her in the first scene with the classroom where she was answering a question, but once we got to know her, she is not a good character. Like, uh, she is not a good person and a good good character to um, root for. So, like, whenever she was in danger, I'm like, fucking kill her. Indiana Jones, <laughs> why are you trying to save her, man? Let her die. <laughs> uh, right, just let her, like, and everything else like that. So, like, I did not enjoy this movie at all, and I will put this, honestly, as the worst one. Interesting. I'm not going to have you rank them. I don't want to do that. But we will talk about what our favorites were. What what one movie is our favorite? Mm-hmm. Um. So, 
I saw this in the theater opening weekend, and uh, this was during the wild summer of like every week big movies were coming out, and there were like this was opening day Friday. There were like there were five of us in the in the screening. It was me, the person I went with, and um, seemed like two siblings and their like elderly father. And I'm just like, who exactly is this movie for? First of all, like I I like Indiana Jones, but us revisiting these movies made me remember a lot of stuff about Indiana Jones. I did I forgot, and I was like, oh, I don't like this as this series as much as I thought I did, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I, I guess let me just kind of so I really like the the um the opening prologue. Oh, like we get a uh, actual Indiana Jones mission during World War II. Because like all the other movies, it was like the 30s. So it's like Ger- Nazi Germany's doing some bad, bad stuff, but it's not as bad as it got, you know? And it's just building until like it, it pops off. And so like mm-hmm. now we get to see an adventure in the thick of it. Seeing his face on the big screen was a huge turnoff. So if y'all think it looks bad on y'all televisions, it looks so much worse <laughs> on a theatrical screen. <laughs> and then, like, also, I was surprised that they didn't DH his voice. Right. Yeah. Um, I did. I, I got, I got angry when they killed the black woman because I'm like, y'all, y'all gonna have this black queen in here? What? I can't think. Did there were no black women in any of the other movies I can think of. And you can have this 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 young black queen in here, and y'all just gonna mm-hmm. do her like that by a fucking Nazi. And then <laughs> that that specifically, when you're like, can they stop this? So like, something I don't like about media now is that we try not to offend anybody for real, for real. So yes, the lead in this movie is a Nazi, but he's a Nazi that wants to kill Hitler. So we gotta soften him just a little bit. And I'm like, what are we doing, right. movie? We and can't. Now, real he, quick. he just can't be a bad guy just for bad guy's sake. He wants to. Right. Also, the whole parade, uh, chase thing. I hated that. I hated <laughs> that. It didn't, none of it made sense to me. Like, I mean, yeah. It like because for example when. One, he's trying to talk to the cop, Indiana Jones. The mm-hmm. one of the bad guys hits a cop, gets on the motorcycle, and the cop that Indiana Jones is talking to is like, "Hey!" And next thing you know, Indiana Jones hits him. He jumps on him. It was like, "What are we doing?" And then like they're chasing down. Like it to me is like they were like, it "We wanted a chase, and we wanted a visuals of the confetti and like that." But like it didn't make sense to me, and I I thought it was just stupid. Because probably- to me, Indiana Jones. If you think about it legitimately, he is not trying to get away from them. Right. Going down the parade route and doing what he did is he is not trying to get away from them. It's just let's extend this thing further along. I felt that way during the car chase. Was it the Tuk Tuks? Where it's like, why? This is so long. And it's like, why would you hire Antonio Banderas to shoot him? That was Antonio Banderas. That was Antonio yes. Banderas. The, the, on the, the, boat. the bus drive. I, I mean, the boat drive. The boat yeah. driver was Antonio Banderas. So I don't know. It's just like we weren't. Re- I don't feel like we properly used our resources in this movie. And I blacked out that they tried to bring. They basically made a new short round. 
I blacked yeah, that basically. out. Basically, yes. And so yeah, when the, when he came did. back up, I was like, oh, this is a character in this movie. I forgot. Right. So I don't know, man. It's like I like I like Harrison Ford a lot. Like he seems like he is an authentic person. I'm not saying he's a kind person. I'm saying what you see on the screen, that is a version of him. And no matter mm-hmm. what movie he's in, he's a gruff asshole. And it's mm-hmm. like I I admire that. And I'm happy that he got to for him close out this character. But I don't think we should have did this movie. No. And like you know how studios are. Sure, this might be the end for Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. but this is not the end for Indiana Jones, right? Or right. a sequel or a prequel or something like that. You know what's going to happen. So my thing is, like, they killed off his son, right? Um, Shia LaBeouf, whoever. Yeah. Right, they killed him off. But really, you can always throw in a new character in that role. Yeah. So why would why would you kill him off where you could have a quote unquote I know it's already been done but a quote unquote a young Indiana Jones or a Montana Jones or something like that <laughs> where you could continue this on to where if you kill off his son you could have said he's done like because honestly real I know like you know his son died in a war and blah 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 that's why he will distance from the the wife and everything you could still have a have the same scenario happen without him being dead. Maybe yeah. he d- dislikes him and that's what happened or something like that where you didn't have to kill him because you know that they're not going to let the Indiana Jones name in with this movie. So my thing is like, I feel like not Disney, but LucasArts squandered this franchise because they did nothing to keep it in the public consciousness to where when you do get a new movie, you're hyped. Like, they're just like, hey, we're doing another Indiana Jones movie. Who's that for? Where are the video games? Where are the comic books? Where is the the something to where, like, young people the cartoon, care about The cartoon this. version of this or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, something. Like, Star Wars is always, like, pushing toys, pushing comic books, pushing novels, pushing cartoon shows on Cartoon Network or whatever. Like, they're, I'm wearing a shirt. I'm wearing a fucking Star Wars shirt right now. Like... They're always they they have always been pushing the idea that stars is a thing into uh-huh. the public consciousness. So like when you hear there's a new Star Wars movie, like well shit, see my boy, see my boy, uh, C three PO, see what's going on over there. Like what 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 am I hyped for when I hear there's a new Indiana Jones movie? Not me because I'm a movie person, but like the average person. Correct, and I I want I completely agree with that. Like think about. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or Transformers or any of those stuff mm-hmm. where they've 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 stayed in mainstream one form yes. or another to keep the eyes on it to where Indiana Jones just like what Caesar said before we did this anthology run I have not seen a full Indiana Jones movie right because it's either been it's been a hit or miss whenever they dropped or whatever and me as a kid unless my parents took me. I wasn't checking for Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. There was no cartoon. There was no thing, no toys or anything for me to be interested in. So, yes, I 100% believe that they dropped the ball on this. Right. So, I they, they made this because Harrison Ford wanted to do it. 
and cool, but also that that lead up should have been a lot stronger. We should have gotten a, a, a new a new comic series at the very least, some books and some, and, a, and a line of toys, something. And now that I'm thinking about it, they should have, if they weren't going to have a son in this, because whatever, they needed to have another new character. Something that can go future-wise. Because go back to what I'm saying about how him being however old he was in this movie, Mm -hmm. his actions didn't change. He was still doing the same fighting. Yeah, same they didn't adjust out. it. Yeah, right. If you're gonna, if this whole premise is about him being old, show that he slowed down a little bit. Slow, show that his punches ain't landing like they used to, and maybe he needs this new character to help him out more or something like that. He did exactly what he's always done: 20, 30 year old Indiana Jones versus 60, 70. There was no difference. Mm-hmm. So. Ooh. Matt, and you can play as well, Caesar. What is you all's favorite Indiana Jones movie of the five? Temple of Doom. Ooh. I think there is only one movie, Temple of Just Doom. Just like, really? <laughs> Temple you, of Doom. You, you, you coming out with that too? Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm, so after this retrospective, I'm going to say Last Crusade because like the first one, I felt weird rewatching it because like I knew too much about it. Like, I, I was very much aware that Indy was fucking with Marion when she was like like a literal child and he was an adult man. And then Temple of Doom just felt so so mean spirited and angry. And like Willie was like so fucking annoying. And I'm like, I don't want to hate women, but you're making me hate women watching this movie. But I had so much fun watching Last Crusade with him and Sean Connery just riffing. I, I remember Matt didn't like that. But I enjoyed it. And I just feel like when, before all of this stuff, when my idea of Indiana Jones and what Indiana Jones represents and does, I feel like Temple of Doom Mm -hmm. exemplifies everything what, in my mind, Indiana Jones does. That's why I love... I mean, of course, I know the racist stuff in there and everything. We talked about that. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> right. right. All, we, I understand all the racist stuff, but hey, just like we talked about the movies earlier, we can acknowledge that these stuff is racist and still watch this stuff. But yeah. I, that's why I feel like Temple of Doom is like the perfect example. If somebody was like, like my son, for example, he was like, I heard about Indiana Jones and I want to show him, I will show him Temple of Doom. Okay. That makes sense. Not arguing. And that, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Um, what do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes was on this movie? Hmm. I wanna say bad I wanna say bad because of my thought process, <clears throat> but you know, it's the last movie, maybe critics bumped it up a little bit. Let me go seventy. <laughs> yeah, right on top of each other. <laughs> So, it was, the reason it, I say 69, because uh, I, I believe the critics are going to be movie buffs, people who, who really enjoy the uh, the callbacks to the, to the earlier movies, like the, the give them hell, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the kissing on the elbow, you know, where does it hurt, where does it not hurt, um, that type of stuff, you know. So I think they're, they're going to like that, but I still say like 69. You're right on the money, 69%. 
with 407 reviews. Mm-hmm. 88% audience score with over 10,000 reviews. Because audience, wow, yeah, that, that surprised me too. Who who is reviewing these movies? You're right, right. Because <laughs> I don't uh, know what they talk about. All right, um, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Re- uh, its release date was moved four times after being announced. Of the following real release dates, which one would have con- coincided with the 40th anniversary of the franchise? So we got, I'm not going to say the exact date because I'm just going to say month and year. Because the, the, the question is really, what, what is the year? Um, A, July 2019. B, July 2020. C, July 2021. Or D, July 2022. I'd say 2022. 20, that's what I'm going to go with, 2022. You don't want to spread it out? 2021. <laughs> I just thought, like, eh, 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 eh. you're right, Matt. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, the um, the um, the original movie came out in um, June of 1981. Good job. Yeah. Good work, buddy. Um, so this is the longest uh, movie in the franchise at two hours and 34 minutes. Um, the next closest one is The Last Crusade at two hours and six minutes. And if I, I feel like I didn't say that right. Dial of Destiny was two hours and 34 minutes. And it did not need to be that long. <laughs> yeah, extra long. Um, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, and Paramount Pictures first agreed to five Indiana Jones movies in 1979. This release will finally complete the initial agreement. Harrison Ford was paid $20 million for this movie. Every odd number Indiana Jones movie involves Nazis. And when I, did hmm? uh, when did um the last one come out? 2008. But that was Russians. No, I'm saying because um, I know like they should have popped the next one out right after that. Yes. And it's not like it didn't make money. It made money. People didn't right. like it, but it made money. And I think yeah, they, they like they waited too long. 2012, 2013, they should have yep. popped that one out and it would have been golden then. Yeah. People still would have, they wouldn't have been as cynical because we've been right. getting too many legacy sequels. Right. And through time, people leaked people lose um interest it was not yeah they're not infatuated with stuff anymore and stuff like that so yeah they should have two years three years after that they should have ran with that actually would have been a perfect time because that's when like you had that resurgence that's when you were getting like lego um lego indiana jones and all that other stuff where like young people cared about indiana jones and also he might have been able to do it through the stunts and shia Mm -hmm. labeouf wasn't going to be the shia labeouf we know now Right. Exactly. Right. No, you're right. They they 100% dropped the ball. Um, last thing. Uh, during the parade sequence, the marching band is playing the same song that the marching band played in The Fugitive, also starring Harrison Ford. We need to do that at some point. Yeah. Good movie. Yes. Excellent movie. All right. Um, That's the show. Caesar, do you have anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Good, sir. Um, yeah, go ahead and follow me on uh, Instagram as Caesar C A E 
S-A-R-J-1284. And I'll throw that in the show notes. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Follow us on YouTube, X, formerly Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and threads. It's a thing. We have it. We don't use it, but it's a thing that exists and people use it, but we don't at we used to talk pod. Follow me on letterbox at B O W one, two, one, three, and Matt at Mr. King zero, two, five, seven. Come back. Not next week. In a couple days, October 31st to be exact, when we have our Halloween Halloween special and discuss Five Nights at Freddy's. And like always, I don't know if this is a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode. Whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening.